Hey, everybody. It's 6 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for happy hour. The happiest hour of two hours or anywhere except there. The happiest hour of two hours of comedy. Here at Mutiny Radio, we've got judges. Um, so there's there's two clipboards with everybody's name written down. And I'm hoping that people, like, share them or figure out how they want to deal with that. All right. So we have comedians that are ready to perform you. They do four-minute sets. At three minutes, you'll hear a horn. That means you have a minute left, and you're going to wrap it up. And we're going to get through, because we have 22 comedians on the list today, which is which is a lot. Um, all right. So let's just kick, uh, clap it up for yourselves, audience. Look, there's real people here. If you're not a comedian and you have a soul, please clap your hands together for the... No, they're, they're real people. You are. We appreciate that. Uh, and so you're just going to choose your favorite people at the end. You can judge them in any way you see fit. I'm sure their egos can handle it. Uh, hey, put your hands together for your very first comedian. I have no idea which mic it is. Your very first comedian of the night. It's Narek the Barbaric. Yay! Hey, guys. Can you can y'all hear me? Um, yeah, I haven't been doing as much comedy recently. I... Uh, I got a therapist. It's pretty good, um, but but you know, tough audience. Never, almost almost never laughs. Um, let's see. Uh, anyone do? Tr anyone go trick or treating over Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Really? No, right? Because you're all adults. You don't trick or treat. Uh, personally, I trick or drink. That's what I call it when I knock on people's doors and and demand a drink. Um, so a lot of questions come up when I say this. Um, let's go through the FAQs. Um, trick or drinking, is that something you only do on Halloween? No, no, any night, just, just go there and demand a beer. Um, what do you do if you need to use the bathroom while you're trick or drinking? Well, that's a trick. I mean, when, when they don't, when you say trick or drink, if they don't give you a drink, that's the trick. Um, and then finally, uh, should I try trick or drinking if I'm part of a minority group? I'm gonna go with no on that one. Um, so, I, I, one of my previous girlfriends, I, uh, at some point I found out she'd been like with a lot of other guys and doing like some really dirty stuff. Like, uh, she, she'd meet them in a hotel room and put her finger in their butt. And they'd, a lot of times they'd be on drugs. Sorry, did I, did I say hotel room? I meant, I meant hospital room. She, she'd even dress up like a nurse. Um, yeah, yeah. I do, I do wonder how the first rectal exam ever went. Like, imagine the doctor coming in, being like, hey, uh, Bill, right? I'm uh, Dr. Rectal, and I have some good news for you. And some bad news. You might want to sit there. Actually, do not sit down. Um, and like, how do you convince other doctors to do it? Because it took 20 years to convince doctors that they need to start washing their hands. And that was like 100 years later. Ew. Um, I also, I wonder if my, my ex-girlfriend's patients got a warning before she did it. 
because uh, that would have been nice. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, I, I recently heard my girlfriend say she likes her wines uh, full-bodied, big on the nose, and uh, a lot of skin contact. I, I tried not to read too much into that. Um, I got back from Vegas last week, uh, and my friend asked me, um, you know, did you do any climbing while you were there? And I was like, of course I did. Um, I'm actually still climbing out of debt. Um, but but it, it's not my fault. Um, you see, I went up to a table, and it was high stakes. There's no limit to how much you could spend there. My friends were egging me on, and before I knew it, my house was being repossessed. Uh, but that was just a sushi bar. You'd, you'd think I'd learn my lesson, but uh, I, 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 still, I still get a rush when I'm walking by a sushi bar in San Francisco. Um, I'll leave you guys with one more joke. Um, I, I was at a restaurant recently, and I ordered the catfish. Um, but get this, they brought out a 52-year-old man instead. <laughs> Touche. Thank you very much. You've been great. I can never, it's, I overthink it, and so I always do it wrong. I overthink it every time. If there are people outside, you're welcome to come in. I don't know who's comics and who's not. There's a tiny dog. The dog might be part of an act. Who knows what's happening? Oh, I should, um, I should do some housekeeping. Hold on. Housekeeping, that way people can hear themselves, and that's nice. Hi, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I never get to do it in front. Uh, but we have a special board operator tonight from Gates of Delirium. I don't know if it's Henry VIII who's out of his coma or what his name is tonight. But we It's have still Perkins Warbeck at your service. Perkins Warbeck will be with us tonight running the ones and twos here for the comedy. It's a, it's a competition. We've got judges that are real people that have souls. They're going to vote for their favorite comics. We're going to do three minutes apiece. And I'm really excited for your next... And comics... Um, the worst place for you to stand is right in front of the door talking because it's like totally loud and distracting and kind of sucks. But around the corner is fine and you can talk about your dicks over there. And then when you're on stage, you can talk about them on stage. So that's good. Uh, but I, see, I was being a dick. That was very meta. See, I was being a dick while I was talking about dicks, but they were talking about dicks. Clits are tiny dicks. Did you know that? Yeah, isn't that great? You walk out with your little cock. I, all sizes matter, baby. Your next comedian, so funny, such a great writer. So excited every time he's here. Put your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! Dan Dicks. Clits are tiny dicks. Okay, how come I don't know what I'm doing with one then? Don't you think I'd know? I don't know what's going on. Just press the elevator button. Hope for the best. <laughs> Guys, what's up? Hope this COVID thing, man, I hope it ends pretty soon. I don't know. COVID's been confusing me. The other day, this woman leaned over in front of me. I caught myself trying to look down her mask. She's like, excuse me. My breasts are down here. We're all ready for it to end. Guys, I'm old. Uh... In my 40s. I feel like I'm a lot of touch sometimes. It's embarrassing. I had to ask somebody the other day what the term ghosting means. 
I feel like that's a pretty new term, right? What is that, 10 years old? They're like, yeah, that's, that's when you're seeing somebody and they just sort of drop off the map. They stop talking to you. I'm like, okay. But it seems like we've always had that phenomenon, though. It just seems like they recently rebranded it and made it the other person's fault. Because before, if you're seeing somebody, they stop talking to you and you complain about it. It was called not taking a hint. It's great for you stalkers out there, by the way. You don't have to admit you're a stalker. You can just say the Channel 2 weather lady is ghosting me. I love that it's her fault now that you're going through her garbage, you know? Can't blame me for being confused, though. It sort of sounds like it should mean the opposite of what it means, right? Because ghosts, what do ghosts do? They don't ignore you. In fact, ghosts kind of won't leave you alone. So I thought it'd be more like, you know, I broke up with her a few weeks ago, but man, she's really been ghosting me since then. Every night she shows up. Rap, rap, rapping at my chamber door. She sounds like a ghost out there, too. Something about, I'm here because of unfinished business. I don't know, man. So I'm dating. and I learned from the online uh, dating that you're not supposed to send a dick pic. I learned that recently from the profiles. They say, no dick pics, please. They actually just write that right on there. That seems, that seems aimed at precisely the person least likely to honor the request, doesn't it? It's like putting a sign out in front of a bank. No robberies, please. I'm never going to take a dick pic. I'm never going to send one. I'm not even going to take one because I'm afraid. Because I'm afraid they're going to come up with dick recognition software somehow. <laughs> the Russians could do that, you know. I don't know. I don't want my mushroom stamp on file. <laughs> you guys know. You got, I, I wonder, when, when was the first ever dick pic? I wonder. You guys know? I don't, I don't know either, but knowing guys, probably about five minutes after the camera was invented. <laughs> Might have been why the camera was invented. This guy's like, there's this lady two towns over. She needs to see my junk. How am I going to do it? Imagine taking that one, too. It's in the studio with that big mahogany camera, you know, and those giant lights. He's got to put that black shroud over his head, pants around his ankles. And the very tricky part, though, is he has to remain erect but totally motionless for 20 minutes. <laughs> I have never done that. Then, of course, you have to make a print. That means getting out all the chemicals, the dangerous chemicals, Make yourself like a silver gelatin, sepia tone, dick daguerreotype. Send it off Pony Express. Takes five weeks to get there. She probably didn't respond, right? She probably ghosted him. Am I using that right? Guys, I appreciate it. My name's Dan Lewis. Thank you. Dan daguerreotype? Lewis. Daguerreotype? Really? Did they call those tintypes back in the day? Which one do you think this Dick is? Dick Aerotype. Which one do you think? I had no idea you had a PhD in something. What did you, when did you? You do kind of look like a professor though. I just, maybe just a professor of dick pics. Is that, is that going to be a new? Could you imagine in a photography class? <laughs> Sorry. That's just me. I've just, no one's ever given me a dick pic, so I feel jealous. <laughs> I feel like I've been left out. No one ever gave me gonorrhea. I've never been popular, you know? Your next comedian is a very funny man. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Pam, I will send you. 
What's happening, everybody? Pam, I'll send you a dick pic. Just, you know, let me know. Anytime you want, sister. Tell her. I'll have to zoom in really, really quickly. Hey, guys. How are you? Nice to see you. Hello, hello. I come from a very educated family. My, my dad had the PhD, kind of like Dan. And my, uh, and my mom has two master's degrees. So if you know anything about uh, genetics, you know that I am a huge disappointment. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anybody from San Francisco, any born and native San One right there, Wally, nice to see you. I am a born and bred native San Franciscan. My friends always call me up. They ask me, Ray, how do you do it? How do you live in San Francisco? How in God, aren't you afraid of earthquakes? Aren't you afraid of earthquakes? I say, hell no. I'm a native. No way, man. I am like a connoisseur of earthquakes. I am like an unbearable wine critic. Nay. I am a seismic sommelier when it comes to fucking earthquakes. That's right. Even with the smallest of shivers, I'm like, ooh, that was a quaint regional blend. Yeah, yeah. It's like a 3.5 on the Richter scale, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. However, I like my earthquakes from the Hayward Fault. That's just my palate. That's just my palate. I'm really defined. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you get to try the 1989 Loma Prieta? Did you? Did you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When it first started, I said to myself, self, please don't let this be another blase San Jose Rosé. Oh, my God, please. But no, it started out strong with bold Oakland notes and ended with a smooth, dry Petaluma finish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, paired with the Game 3 World Series. Paired with the Game 3 World Series. Oh, my God, what a tectonic delight. Oh, San Andreas really uncorked a winner. He really did. He really did. Oh, my God, and I didn't wake up with a headache next day. High to God, no headache the next day, I promise you. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys, um, uh, I, I, married a, I married a white woman. Yeah, all right, cool. One applause. Thank you, Wally. You might be my only friend here. That's okay. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I married a white woman. My kids all don't look like me. I got three beautiful kids. Our 25th anniversary, by the way, is next week. Little, all right. Gratuitous applause. I'll take it. Anyways, three beautiful kids. They all have blonde hair and blue eyes. They look nothing like me. Can you imagine that shit? That's unbelievable. It's a problem. I go to Trader Joe's and I can see people checking their iPhones for Amber Alerts. It's not nice. It's not nice at all. As a matter of fact, um, as a matter of fact, it stings a little bit when I pay for groceries because I am buying corn for children of the corn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My kids look like the mailman's mailman. That's all they look like. Yeah, 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 exactly. Every year I take a picture at Christmas with all my family. All we're all gathered on the Christmas tree. Yeah, and I look like a diversity hire for my family. It's nice. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Anyways, um, you guys, um, uh, I got cheap parents. Did we have cheap parents growing up? Yeah, I got cheap parents. Wally, cheap parents. Are we related, Wally? Oh, my God. This is great. I got, <laughs> I got cheap parents growing up. Uh, it's hard to break the habit of being born and raised with cheap parents. 
It's really, really difficult. It takes every ounce of energy for me not to pull over on the side of the road and pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? For the low, low price of reversing half-mile down the highway, that cracked, rattan footstool. It's all mine. It's all mine, people. That's my time, guys. Appreciate it. Friday night, everybody. Pam Benjamin. Ray Khan, ladies and gentlemen. Ray Khan. Yay, Raycon! Hooray! Raycon. We did it. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say after him, but it was witty, I promise you. I've been smoking a lot of weed. I forgot. From there to here, nothing. I'm a fish. I have the memory of three seconds now. Uh, but I do remember who your next comedian is. Uh, he's so nice. We talk about that every time. Yeah, you're just, you're just like an onion. You're just peeling back the layers. Um, he's darling, and he's very funny. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. Yay! Joshua Katsky. Hello. Uh, I never really understood why jewelry is such a popular gift, uh, at least until a couple of days ago when I saw the newest Shanko ad. That basically goes like this. This holiday season, buy her a diamond that'll leave her speechless. And I was like, ah! Now I get it. That's, that's what all of those romantic gifts are all about, right? Just making your partner not talk for a little bit. It's like chocolate, because he can't talk while he's eating. Flowers, because she can't talk while she's sneezing. Diamonds, make them speechless. It's not, it's not just Shanko, they all do the same thing, right? There's a reason it's not every conversation begins with K. No one wants to make them talk. I think it's also why they always describe diamonds as stunning. It's like, oh, this diamond, absolutely stunning. It will leave her stunned, completely unable to move or speak. We call it the Petrificus Totalis Diamond. It's $5 million. She can't speak, you say. I'll take five. I don't know. It's, uh, maybe I'm... No, I missed one. Uh, a lot of people use like rubies and emeralds to make their person speechless. I prefer duct tape. Wallets. I, I made my girlfriend a duct tape wallet for her birthday. She still hasn't talked to me. So, uh, success. Uh, maybe I'm just being too cynical. I, I've been cynical for a long time. I've been cynical since I was eight years old, actually. I remember exactly what caused it. I was on the playground, and the most popular kid in school, Miles Lutzinger, walked right up to me and goes, hey, Josh, I think you're pretty cool. And I went, oh, you think I'm cool? Thank you. He goes, yeah, you're cool, constipated, overrated, out-of-style loser. It's one thing if you want to hurt me, but to build me up, just to tear my heart out, I still haven't gone over that. My girlfriend called me cute the other day. I'm like... You think I'm gonna fall for that again? What, I say thank you and then you go, yeah, you're cute, cock-sucking, tiny, dis, dick, ugly ass, excuse for a man. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, I, Miles hit me up recently. He was like, Josh, uh, we haven't talked in a while, we should go get dinner. I'm like, I'm wary, but I'll go. When I got there, he was being, he was being so nice. He's like, Josh, how are, bless you. He's like, Josh, how are you? It's been so long. Are you, are, is your work going well? Are you working out? 
are you, uh, are your parents okay? Or is everyone healthy? I'm like, oh, thank you so much. You're being so nice. Yes, everything's going great. Everything's fine. He goes, uh, well, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm selling life insurance now. He didn't, he didn't care how I was doing. He was just researching his investment. So I started planning my uh, preemptive attack against all future meetings. I told him, hey, you know, I'm down for some life insurance. I got to think about it. I'll call you. A few days later, I called him. I'm like, hey, Miles, I, uh, I'm interested in life insurance. But first, I just want to know, do, do you want my TV, my, my PlayStation, any of my clothes? And he's like, why? Are you trying to unplug? I'm like, in a way, in a way. Anyways, let's get that life insurance. Ideally before Monday, you know, I have a project that I haven't finished for work. Uh, let's get it in. And we're going to end on a suicide joke. All right, thanks for your time, everybody. Josh Kasky, mining the dark vein. I thought that was a suicide joke. I'm like, is he doing a suicide joke right now? Suicide. In front of these nice people? You're too happy to kill yourself. Come on. Oh, okay, before you press play, let's tell them what's going on. All right, your next comedian hasn't, he has no good tapes, all right? He's super, 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 super funny, and he's here all the time, and he works really hard, and he's very, 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 very funny, and I laugh all the time at his jokes. But what I need you to do is, and guys, come in and actually laugh at his joke. Come on, Quirk, come on, sit down. No, I know, but at least we have the audience in here to be there, and so it doesn't look like an empty room or whatever. Um, but that's good. So JW, leave before he starts because we don't want it to mess up the tape. We're not, he doesn't, he's not walking anybody. Um, but yeah, he'll earn the laughs. I just want to let you know that he's going to be taping this. And so that's just an exciting thing. So let me, let me get all professional. I'm so excited for your next comedian. What a joy. What a wonderment. Can't wait to bring him to the stage. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Check, check, how are we? How are we doing, everybody? Woo! Yes, thank you. you very animated crowd for some reason. I wonder, why. I wonder why. You guys look great, though. You guys look very happy, very healthy. We're all vaccinated, right? We're all vaxxed? Great. You're vaccinated? Okay, good. I don't know. I'll believe you, I guess. You don't really trust anybody. Yeah, I'm vaccinated. It feel, feels good to be vaxxed, you know? It feels good. Um, but I saw that the other day that companies are doing this thing now to incentivize people to get vaccinated. They now have like giveaways. You guys seen this before? You've seen this? It's like tickets to concerts and stuff. Giveaways to people. Kind of fucked up, right? I, I got this back in March. Uh, I got nothing to show for it. I didn't get any gifts. No one sent me anything. Is it in the mail? Do we, did you guys get it? I want, I want gifts. When I got it, I was told it was for the betterment of society, and I got nothing to show for it. I don't have anything to show for it. I guess I'm a good person. That's no fun. I want, I want free shit. I feel left out. I want those Alaska Airline miles, you know? It's like the one kid on Christmas that didn't get a gift, you know? I feel neglected. That's what it is. What do I have to do? Can you get, you can get revaxed? Can you do that? Can you triple, quadruple up? You could do that? Doesn't matter. The, I don't even care what it is. I'll go, I'll take anything they got. AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, heroin, I don't care. Whatever's in the needle, put it in my arm, okay? That's where I'm at. Even if the needle's used, I don't care. I will risk getting AIDS for a chance at a TJ Maxx gift card. That's what I want. I just, I just don't want to be left out. I don't want to be left out. Next time you see me, I'll look really good, though. I'll have a new North Face. 
off some Jordans from Foot Locker. I'll have six tickets to an amusement park, but like this whole side of me just won't function. I'm like walking around like this, like, hey, uh, who wants to go to Knott's Berry Farms? <laughs> yeah, I, I think my heart just stopped, so uh, <laughs> call an ambulance. Good. Let's see what else. I think pornography has gone too far. But that's not a hot take. We all know that. I think that's the bad part. The bad part is we all know it and we've just accepted it. <laughs> we've just accepted this beast that we can't control anymore. Like, porn's got to, I was talking to a guy the other day, just met him. He just brought up casually that he watches farting porn. Hey, okay. Pro tip, don't say that. <laughs> Pro tip, I just met you, so don't say that. Pro tip, walk away, okay? I don't need to, <laughs> just blatantly, like we talk, we're too casual with porn. Like he just brought that up. He, he was talking about his kids and then just segued into, yeah, so I was watching farting porn the other day. I was like, okay, bye. I don't need to talk to you anymore. Way too, way too casual the way he brought it up. Farting porn. We had control of, what happened? We had control of it, you know? Everything was okay. Remember the days of like the 80s? Remember that? I remember. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm 43. No. <laughs> porn was under, it's kind of like a Jurassic Park. You know, they thought they had control of the beasts, but then the electric fence powered down, the T-Rex is out, all right? You know, they were dealing with velociraptors, we're dealing with fucking gnome porn. Yep. It's what it sounds like. I didn't make that up for the joke. It's exactly what it sounds like. And don't go to images if you look it up, by the way. I had to look it up for this joke. Not good. If you're a curious person, don't go to Google and search gnome porn. Not good. Not good. I guess I'm just biased. I'm just biased because I actually don't watch porn. And it's very surprising. Very surprising I don't watch porn. Because, you know, I'm 22. Everybody, everybody my, every dude my age gets so, like, offended when I tell them that. I'm like, yeah, I don't watch porn. They're like, fucking no way, man. <laughs> They're like, fucking drop your pants right now and start masturbating to prove it. And I'm like, you know, I'm competitive, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, I don't do it. I, <laughs> I don't watch it. It's strange to me, you know? It's strange. You know, I have this, like, third person, like, I'm hunched. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do an act out. It's, but you can imagine, you're, like, with the hunch over in the screen. It's gross to me. It's weird. It's just bizarre for me to, like, watch people do a thing that you pretend to do with your hand. Isn't that kind of weird, you know? Like, I'm not going to watch Martha Stewart bake a cake and then, like, pretend to whisk in rhythm with her. I'm like, come on, Martha, let's do it. Come on, let's get, let's get in rhythm. Yeah, you know, like, icing the cake. Like, got to get that fucking money shot, Martha. Got it, got it. Okay, that's been my time. Thank you. I'm Ian. Get that everywhere. KPM's clapping for Ian Langlands. Yay. Yay and then yay. He was number five, I think. Was he number five on the list? Yes, he was number five. Number five. Uh, and number six, who are you, can you guys host from now on? Is that fine? Who's on the list for number six? Dorian Trong. Oh, 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 this is going to be interesting. Dorian. He's, he is really edgy. Which is an inter- I mean, it's people used to say this about my jokes too. I mean, and I, I like every joke I have is about his abortion, so I guess I am edgy. Uh, but he is, uh, he's, he's new to the scene, but uh, he's committed, and I want to see what he does tonight for you. Put your hands together for Dorian Trong. Dorian Trong, be edgy. Hi, how's everyone doing? Edgy, huh? I never uh, thought someone would describe me like that. I think I have very round corners. Um, today I had to uh, take a sexual harassment training at work. 
which I was very offended by because I uh, consider myself an expert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's it's funny. The the my, one of my most favorite things in uh, doing that training is watching my female coworkers learning how not to be a pervert. Like, it's just like why do we all have to be in there? But you know, it's funny because they. Um, I feel like what they teach you about dating is really different from uh, what happens in real life. For example, ladies, there's a couple ladies in here. Do you guys like it? Uh, do you ladies like it when uh, a man asks to kiss you? Yeah, you do? You prefer it? No, you don't. <laughs> That's probably the most sexist thing I'll say today. I'm going to have to take that training again tomorrow. I think um, asking to kiss a woman is kind of like asking a restaurant if you could use their, re uh, use their restroom. And I know what that sounds like, but I'm describing a very, very nice restroom, like ones with sofa and nice lotion. You know, if you gotta ask, you're probably a bum, and they're gonna be like, no. And you're like, mm, can I just like, mm, real quick, like, nah, no. Um, I don't like it when, uh, People label me with the positive attributes that are not true. Uh, the other day, I was walking a, a lady to her car. And when we got there, she was like, oh, what a gentleman. And I said, I need to stop you right there. I'm actually a misogynist. Because I am convinced the moment you walk out into those streets without me, you're going to get raped and murdered. And if anyone's going to have sex with you tonight, I'm hoping it's me. All right. All right. Good night, then. And that's the truth. That is the truth, ladies and gentlemen, that we don't want to talk about. But you know what's, what's a lie? Any man that calls themselves a feminist, like that's a lie. Any man that says women are the future probably don't see any in theirs. You know what I mean? They're the type of people that probably hoping, mm, we probably need more women walking alone at night. Those are, those are male feminists. Oh, let's see what else I got. Oh, yeah. The other day, uh, a white guy came up to me and asked me if I ever used the N-word, because I could give him permission, I guess. And I looked at him, and I said, all the time. But like I treat it like masturbation. Like Just don't do it in, in public, you know? It might be uh, less exciting, but everyone will have a better, better life. Anyway, I uh, didn't write any jokes today, um, and I really should have. But thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Dorian Trong. Very funny. Dorian Trong, everyone, his shoes are cool. They are. Those are cool shoes. I like them. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to call myself a, a feminist, but I have to because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. <laughs> feminism is spelled with an I, like I am a feminism. There's no men in feminism. But men is everything else, right? Like, hi, men. Oh, Oh, hi, man. I can have sex with all of you now. Right? M men straight. <laughs> One thing you can never do. You put your name on it and you think it's gross. That's cute. I understand with this one, though, right? Menopause. I'm going through it right now. And, uh, well, no, they're not pausing anymore. That's, men do not pause anymore. They're like, let her walk by. It doesn't matter. She smells like a 14-year-old boy. Your next comedian, I'm so excited. He's number seven on your list. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Yay! Brady Pearson. 
Oh my God, hello. How is everybody tonight? What's going on? Oh my God, I wore this outfit just for y'all because I love you, thank you. Well, I did just come from seeing JT Superstar and I felt it was kind of appropriate, right? All right, look at that. Sherry ain't got nothing on this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, I've been doing a lot of thinking, ladies and gentlemen, you know, being the fantastic cocksucker that I am and a lot of my male compatriots lately have been talking about, you know, auto, what a, sucking their own dick, right? Like, can they suck their own dick? One of my, one of my compatriots was saying, like, oh, I take a rib out. And he was like, so I have a question for y'all. Why do you have a problem with cock sucking? Is there a single guy in here who has not tried to suck his own dick? Anybody? Any guy that has not tried? You're a liar. Okay. I was waiting for the guys don't want to admit that shit. They're, they spend their entire teenage years, ladies, going, oh, God, I hope so. God, please. I mean, we spend our, then we spend our 50s doing the other thing on the toilet, but uh, <laughs> that's what I'm feeling. I know, right? We're going through a lot of things. Like, she's going through menopause, and I'm just getting fucking old. I mean, I'm so old. Um, my most recent exciting date was my colonoscopy. It's very exciting. Did anybody here do Grinder? Anybody? You do. I know I've seen your ass. But um, anybody else? <laughs> anybody else do Grinder? Okay. There's this thing where you know, I know that this, that you know when I make a date with these people, they can definitely host. You know, it's very exciting, right? I go in, they give me something more comfortable to put on, and uh, they roofie my drink. And I wake up the next. I wake up a few hours later, going, "Wow, what just happened?" And the best thing are is that there are pictures, ladies and gentlemen. I know, it's just not as exciting as it used to be, is it? But then what is, you know? I used to th but now, because I'm so old, I just have them just left to my fantasies, you know? And um, one of those fantasies is like if I had ever had a career or something or a life. Um, and I feel like I could have used my marketing abilities. Like I feel like I could really be in marketing, and I came up with these new colognes for the American experience. Okay, now the first one, ladies and gentlemen, it's called White Woman. Okay, you get it? And you, you have to say it like that. It's like, White Woman. <laughs> and the tagline for this fragrance, ladies and gentlemen, is always in front. There's a companion fragrance for the gentleman in the room. It's called Entitled. It's how you feel. I know. And then my other fantasy life I think about, because, you know, I'm a guy and I think about sex all the time. And I keep thinking, God, you know, how can I put this to good use? How could I really do the best cocksucking I can? I thought, well, what if there were Dick Olympics? You know, really put, you know, because my mom always told me, she said, Brady, you're going to go for the gold. And she was right. Um, one more fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I have a fantasy that I rewrote. Uh, Little Orphan Annie as Little Orphan Fanny. And um, I rewrote a little bit of it for you, and here's how it goes. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom, and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, 
it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your lucky seven. Thank you, Brady Pearson. Uh, Brady Pearson, everybody. Brady Pearson, everyone. Hooray! The musical beautiful stylings. I wish I could go to Jesus Christ Superstar. I know it's it's I I I love that '70s shit, man. I just I, I do. Uh, your your next comic on your list, judges, has not appeared yet. Kavita Singh, she's a lady. Uh, so we're gonna move on to the next comedian who's on the list. Kavita, and he's a very very funny, wonderful man, and he's topical and hilarious, and you're gonna love him. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk! Yay! Matthew Quirk is quirky. Hey, what's up, snowflakes? Sorry, I like to be topical about things, so as if you've been following my career or aware of that. Anyway, I just read, I'm so disappointed in this, uh, these upcoming generations, right? Let me Gen X explain myself here. They're just such a disappointment, even like their band of criminals, like what's their like notable band of criminals? Hackers, right? Apparently some hackers broke into uh, Saudi Arabia's like secret computers and the hackers apologized to the Saudi Arabians. I, I mean, I guess they were afraid of getting hacked IRL, if you know what I mean. He did, he did that, he did that journalist. They chopped the journalist up, hacked, get it? Cause they're ruthless. Right, and they're, anyway. You picture John Gotti apologizing to someone he was, anyway. Yeah, they're just such a disappointment, this whole generation, man. I mean, I guess I should have known. They're all deathly allergic to peanut butter and bread, for God's sakes. I mean, pathetic. Talk about pathetic. They're just so delusional with all their diets, right? They're like, they're fucking paleo bullshit, right? Like, I'm so paleo. How come I'm not losing weight? Eh. It's because you're not being paleo. You know what's being paleo? Shivering. Shivering is being paleo. That's something they're so ripped back then. Shivering works your core. Gets all those hard-to-reach muscles. Just one thing after another with their stupid diets. Right? Their stupid kombucha. Who here drinks kombucha, man? Come on. Admit it. Yeah, kombucha, it's like someone took turnt wine and skunk beer and mixed them together. But now that I'm drinking it, I realize it's the slurry they use for fracking. It's causing major climate change in my microbiomes. And I am producing methane. It's a science joke. I don't go blue. Yeah, I tried their kimchi, the next fad of diets. Man, who here has had kimchi? Ugh. How do you make cabbage worse? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with Koreans, for real? When I eat that stuff, it makes me Kim Jong ill. Kim Jong ill, everybody. Yeah, I'm keeping his name out there. 
Yeah, they're just so delusional with their diets. You know what a fucking paleo would be doing if they were alive today, right? They would be fat, diabetic, and so fucking happy, right? For real. Yeah, it's just one thing after another being disappointed with this generation. Their stupid big-for-nothing workouts. Their stupid fucking CrossFit bullshit. I mean, what do they need CrossFit for so they can code? They had this thing that took the place of CrossFit when I was growing up. They were called chores. We had chores back then. Anyway, the only reason to do CrossFit is to just do more CrossFit. That's cocaine. See, someone, cocaine went to rehab and came back as a fitness routine. And that's why we have CrossFit today. Anyway, speaking of delusional, CrossFit did a movie about themselves where they call the fittest people on earth. But honestly, how do you call yourself the best at anything if you're not competing against any black or brown people? Yeah. It's more like burning CrossFit, huh? Quirk. Matthew Quirk. Matthew Quirk staying in the pocket. <laughs> it's, just nice. it's nice to see you come. Uh, Kavita's still not here, and that's okay because we're going to move on to your next comic who just walked in the door. Did you want to go potty? You were going to go potty? Wally, can you? Can we really, we're really fucking with the list now, friends. Uh, so we went, uh, so we skipped Kavita, who was number nine and eight, eight. And then we went to Matthew Quirk, who was nine. And, nine. Now, and now we're not going to Seamus, who's 10. We're going to 11. Wally we're gonna, Hippolito. We're going to turn it up to 11. Yay, Wally Hippolito! Wally Hippolito! Wally. Man, we just exposed Seamus for the shit that he's about to take. Sorry, dude. Sorry. But uh, how's everyone doing tonight? A lot of great comics so far. A lot of great comics talking about the pandemic. Obviously, that's the topic of the day, topic of the year, topic of life. Uh, so we've been in the pandy wandy for a little while now, right? And certain systems have been put into place, particularly at restaurants, right? You know, you scan the QR code, you look at the menu, you order the food, right? Like, I'm aghast at people's confusion with this. You know, I, when I go out now, all I see is... That's all I see, and it just blows my fucking mind. So the other day, I was... I, was, I went out with some friends, and we went to Cheesecake Factory. We sit down, and, but from another table, I can hear the waiter giving the whole spiel. I can hear the waiter. And after the waiter finishes, all I hear is, and then they, order, and then they bring the food out, right? <sighs> what else are they supposed to do with it? Have you been to a restaurant before? You don't order the food and then the kitchen staff strings it together to make anal beads. That's not kitchen compliant, bro. That's not how things work. It's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Like, I thought COVID was supposed to attack the nervous system. I didn't know it was supposed to kill brain cells, too. But you tell me, Dr. Gupta. You tell me. Crazy motherfuckers, man. Crazy. But, you know, one of the good things this year, I, turned, I actually turned 30 this year. Thank you, thank you for your lackluster woos. Um, yeah, man, they didn't tell me when you turned 30 that it was all going downhill from here. Uh, you know, in my 20s, my body used to be rough, tough, rugged, like a Ford F-150 commercial. Now my body's more of like a 
uh, Volkswagen station, Volks, Volvo station wagon. Like, it'll get you there, but the check engine light is going to stay on the entire time. It's crazy, it's crazy. Like, I, I miss my 20-year-old body, man. I really do. Like, I used to get boners. You remember boners, bro? You don't remember boners? I, I remember boners, you know, it was, a, it was a great thing to have. I wake up, bring, I just walk around with a boner, it was good. Now, in my 30s, I gotta take a pill, wait 45 minutes, like I'm at a fucking car wash, maybe even an hour and a half later, and I just, sometimes I fall asleep, and I don't even get the boner. I just took some fucking pill that somebody told me to take. Blue Chew, by the way, everybody Blue Chew. That's my shit, that's my shit. But yeah, 30s have been rough, man. But there are a lot of things that I have learned at 30, right? Uh, Some skills that I've picked up. Particularly, I like to judge people now by the way they're, by the car that they have. You know, uh, people who own Nissan Ultimas, spawns of Satan, hands down. Or uh, they're actually Satan spawns, you know? These are evil people, like if a one, guys, Self-respected men don't own Nissan Ultimas, but if a woman owns one, jump out of the fucking window right now, because she's like 0.2 seconds away from stabbing her ass for just breathing. It's crazy. And uh, ladies, I hate to tell you this, but if he owns a Dodge Challenger, he doesn't plan on proposing to you. He's just going to go to the club and rev his engine at 3 in the morning. That's all he's going to do. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. So 30 has been good. Um, I hope my late 30s are a little bit better, but that's my time. I'm Wally Hippolito, everybody. Wally Hippolito. Wally Hippolito, everyone. What if you don't drive a car? Then what? What if you don't drive a car at all? And then am I a loser? I haven't driven a car in 14 years. Yeah, I know. Do you, I mean, do you judge me more or less because I don't drive? Thank you. Oh, my God. Because of my carbon footprint, or be, uh, that's wow, that's nice. It was my DUI. <laughs> that's, can't afford to fucking drive a goddamn car. Are you kidding me? Also, I'm an adult, and I went to the classes, and they're like, "What's your plan to never drink and drive again?" And I said, "I will never drive," <laughs> and I haven't. <laughs> Your next comedian. I know, it's because I'm a responsible adult. Thank you. Yay. You can clap. My parents aren't proud of me, but you are. That makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. I love the validation right now. Uh, your next comedian, he has a name that sounds like he can drink me under the table. Put your hands together for Seamus Donahoe. Yay. I parked my car way back in Berkeley. Uh, sorry, I'm late. Thank you, Wally, for stepping up and going ahead of me. Um, came straight from Oakland. Um, hello, how are you? Yes, my name is Seamus Donahoe. Uh, no, I actually, I am sober, technically. I do not drink. I have not had a drink in eight years, or, thank you, not a big accomplishment. Um, but I, or as I like to call it, uh, doing a full Obama. Um, yeah, eight, eight years is a long time. Uh, there's a lot of struggle and strife and fighting and, and uh, learning and stuff like that. And, and I, wa- I want you to know, if I can be sober, anybody can sober uh, be sober. Um, just remember that like, when life gets tough, struggles, struggles hit us in the face and, and stuff happens to us. And it really only takes one Trump to fuck it all up. Um, 
You know, something I've been thinking about recently uh, is that my friends have been posting these inspirational things on Instagram. You know, like, be the change in the world. Do you wish to see Sanjay Gupta or whoever the fuck said that? Um, I think the best way to piss off my friends is to is to repost or retweet or whatever. Something like, uh, no one cares, um, Maya Angelou. Or, um, uh, go, go fuck yourself, Gandhi. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, so I was born and raised in San Francisco. I love San Francisco. Uh, I miss it. I actually uh, was back and forth all day yesterday moving my parents from San, uh, here from San Francisco to Petaluma. Um, the thing I miss the most is Ocean Beach. I mean, there's just something special about Ocean Beach. You know, maybe it's the water, the waves, or whatever. But um, if I'm being honest, uh, I, you know, I had to use the bathroom like I did earlier when I walked in. And uh, I used the one kitty corner on uh, Terravel and Santiago. You know, it's kind of like the beach bar or whatever. Uh, and I turn the corner, and they, uh, there's these two homeless men having sex. And I go, oh, oh, sorry, fellas. You know, love is love. I didn't, didn't mean to get in the way or whatever. You know, enjoy. And the weirdest thing happened. The guy who was getting fucked turns around and says, I'm not gay. It's just really cold. And I'm like, I, 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 she's like, okay, you know, like I said, love is love. I, I really don't care. Um, I, I love everybody, and I love all things, and, and whatever you want to do in this world is important. And uh, people have asked me, you know, uh, so what's it like living in Oakland? Like, why would you move to Oakland? And I, and I have to be honest. When I first moved there, I was like every other white guy. I was like, well, if I could live anywhere else, I would. But the thing is, is that... <laughs> is that Oakland really loves me and embraces me and like, I just, I, I love it. I, I, I'm sorry, like I love Oakland more than San Francisco. I, do, I don't want to start a fight or whatever. Um, but one of the things I've realized is I've lost a lot of white friends because if you know you're white, you're pretty annoying. Um, one of the questions I get all the time is like, hey, so where in Oakland do you live specifically? I'm like, oh, you know, by uh, Fruitvale Station, you know? And they're like, oh yeah, that Michael B. Jordan movie? I'm like, no, I think that's Space Jam, uh, common misconception. Um, but yeah, as I get older, um, I'm really, I'm really uh, starting to not give a fuck um, what people think about me. Uh, most people are like, you're going to be a comedian, don't you have to be funny for that? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, well, I hope so. And um, they're like, don't you worry about being canceled? And it's like, you do, you do realize I was homeless living in Golden Gate Park. You think I care about what people think about my shitty jokes? Um, and yeah, and as I grow and as I, as I learn to be a better person, I realize that... Um, California specifically is a very special place. Um, it's close to my heart, and there's a lot of things that uh, that I love. A quick story. Um, I spoke about my parents uh, really quick. Um, <laughs> I used to piss them off because, you know, I was a kid in high school, you throw a party, right? Like, your parents go out or whatever. Like, oh, like, you know, my friends would be like, where'd they go? Morocco or Hawaii or here or there? I'm like, oh, no, they're just going to dinner on West Portal. So I would have these parties for 45 minutes. Anyways, uh, that's enough for my rambling. Thank you for your time. Seamus O'Donoghue. Seamus. 45-minute parties. It's impossible to clean up. Come on. That's very funny. Yay. Uh, clap it again for Seamus O'Donoghue. Yay. Oh, I put an Seamus. O in there. <gasps> that was so racist of me. I put an O in there because it was like an Irish thing. I was like, Seamus O'Donoghue. Oh, there was no O there. That was some white-on-white -white racism right there. Uh, your next comedian, that's Blanche the dog, and she's a sweet, sweet girl. And she belongs to your next comedian who's going to make you laugh right now. Put your hands together for Adam Close. Yay! Adam Close, ladies and gentlemen. Adam Close. Rap music be like, I jumped up with a broken back. 
Thank God I was smoking crack all day and doped up off coke and smack. All I wanted to do was rape the bitch and snatch her purse. Now I want to kill her. But yo, I got to catch her first. It's the rap music I listened to as a nine-year-old in the suburbs of Milpitas. So prison was hard. It's a good thing I'm tall, right? Because I'd hate to be short and depressed. It's for you, Connor. The hardest part about believing Forrest Gump as like a legitimate, realistic plot thread, continuous, was that this motherfucker Tom Hanks had division one kick return speed. No amount of karate Terminator hands made me believe that motherfucker was fast. He was like, you wouldn't believe it, but I run like the wind blows. You're right, Tom. I don't believe you at all. You look slow as shit. You mean you had scoliosis and then you were fast? Wrong? The internet just hates Drake. Be a picture of him laughing at the basketball game courtside. <laughs> People in the comments, look at this little bitch Drake. <laughs> He's having a good time. Where are my circumcised guys out here? Circumcised? You ever roll your uh, shaft skin up and play make-believe? Of course I do, come on. We've all done it. It's a rite of passage. I would hate, I got an okay-sized dick. I would hate if I had a small dick, because I'd be like, Dad, turns out I have a small dick. He's like, yeah, it's a lot smaller now after we cut the top part off. Seems like a weird move. Right, Connor? <laughs> I was trying to throw you an alley-oop. Ugh. My favorite part of middle school was the unincorporated part in the back where kids were getting knocked out. Remember that shit? Every middle school had one, I'm sure. Kids would be back there getting blowjobs, smoking cigarettes, coming back to class relaxed. <laughs> I once fucked a girl so hard I gave her a concussion. She was all woozy. She told me it was, her, it was her 11th one, she had to retire. The Troy Aikman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Steve Young. Steve Young, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I have an idea for a reality show where girls would glump. Mm, 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 mm. One more time. Let's run the tape back. I have an idea for a reality show for girls with blown out pussies called This Old Box. <laughs> I'm gonna come in, take some measurements. First thing, we're gonna rip this carpet out of here. Move these walls. Been bearing loads for too long. 
He looks like he used to play, like you almost made it to the majors. Like you played for like double A ball for like. That is absolutely, he's a genius. I just was like, oh, you look like you failed at baseball. <laughs> Much less funny. Uh, but that was really, really funny just now. Uh, put your hands together once again for Adam Close. Yay! Adam Close. He got so close. Yeah, no, he's a funny guy. Uh, your next comedian, love him so much, talks about jizz. Just like, I just want to bathe myself in his jokes. You know what I mean? Uh, put your, no, they're like, no, you don't know his jokes yet. They're very funny. Most of them are about jizz. If he does that set, I mean, I'm sure he can do other jokes. I'm sure he has other jokes other than jizz jokes. We'll find out. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Connor Lonsdale. Yeah. I did that to myself. I've done that to myself. Every time you introduce me that way, I'm going to refuse to do any jizz jokes. So what is the deal with cum, guys? What? No. Adam, Adam does a lot of jokes about rap lyrics. I, I'm going to do my uh, Adam Close style joke. It's not about rap lyrics. It's about Elton John. He's got this song called Rocket Man. And he goes, he's, he's speaking as the rocket man in the song. He says, and all the science I don't understand. It's just my job five days a week. Um, Elton, that's not how being an astronaut works. Understanding the science is a prerequisite. Prerequisite. I knew something sounded wrong when I said it. I was reading it in my mind's eye instead of, you guys like my hair, you like my mullet? It's coming in strong. I call this vaccine in the front, ivermectin in the back. Let's be honest, it's ivermectin all over. This is an equestrian cut. I had a, a circumcision joke written down here, but I crossed it off and I'm gonna do this one instead. I love the NBA. <laughs> Uh, there's this guy on the Clippers, his name is Marcus Morris, and he had a son. He named his son Marcus Jr. He loves his kids so much. At the start of the next season, he had his jersey changed on the back to say Morris Sr. You know, so we don't confuse him with his 10-month-old son as he's flashing through the lane and throwing it down. Because otherwise, we'd be in the crowd like, whoa, what a dunk. Was that, was that that newborn infant? Like, no, what are you talking about, man? That's, he's, he's 6'8", 240. That's a full girl. That's Morris Senior. Oh, Senior. He should have put it on his jersey so I'd know. He's a full-grown man. Oh, I don't see size. I don't see size or age. All I see is race. I, <laughs> I saw it was a black guy. I know they're more athletic. I thought maybe it could be a baby. I am retarded. 
Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take any more games, man. That's, that's my favorite part, and no one ever laughs. Uh, my friend, my housemate, he got these fly traps. These little plastic bla bags, you put water in them, and it attracts the flies. It says each bag, little tiny bag, can kill 20,000 flies. I just think that's an incredible number, because that means there's like this putrid, stinking bag with 19,998 dead flies. And then another one comes up, and he's like, oh, what? This is perfect. I've been looking for a place just like this. I was just saying to Steve the other day that they should put a shit bag in this neighborhood. It looks lit in there. And I get it. It does. You know, it does look kind of lit because there's still like a dozen flies on top. They're still alive. And they're just chilling, doing normal fly shit, you know? They're just and they're like, eh. I can't wait for my boys to show up. And they're such pieces of shit. Flies, you know, they, the fly comes outside. He's like, come on in, bro. There's hella dog poo in here. It's lit. Okay, really quickly. Do bulls really hate the color red? Or do they just hate the matador? You know, the guy stabbing him in the face with a thousand swords? Who's watching that? Like, oh, that bull, he must really hate the color red. That cape is... You know what matador means in English? Murderer! All right, thank you guys. My name's Connor. Absolutely. Hunter that Lonsdale. Was that was lovely. It really was. Uh, do you have comedy pneumonia yet? We have a couple left on the list. We're hanging in there. We're we're fresh as daisies. Do you want? Can I give you? Can I give you a little gift here? Just a little something to sip. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll all be fine. We're all gonna live. Uh, especially because your next comedian is so funny, and I haven't seen him in the longest time, and I'm so glad that you're back. Clap your hands for who I believe is number 14, Camuel Baldwin, yay! Camuel Baldwin. That is right, I am number 14. Um, I don't know if you guys watch as much TV as I do, but I've been obsessing over this um, Alec Baldwin shooting, rush shooting. And um, the thing is like, when it first happened, I was like glued to the television for like a couple of days, because I wanted to figure out like what was going on. Cause it kept saying it was a, it was a prop gun, like this prop gun killed a person and, and injured another person. And I was thinking like that's a powerful ass prop gun to like have this happen. Like how did how did how, how did that happen? So then you come to find out, oh, it was a it was live ammunition in the prop gun. Like I don't know, I'm not a genius, but like if you take a prop gun and you put real bullets in it, that's a real gun at that point. <laughs> Like, oh, so you mean Alec Baldwin shot and killed a woman and injured another person? Oh, I, I can get on board with that. That makes sense to me completely. And like, but like, don't, don't let the media and all this coverage about this, this shooting like blind you from the fact or like this, um, that Caitlyn Jenner killed a bitch too. Like, and no one's talking about this. Like, Caitlyn Jenner like hit someone in her car being reckless and no one's talking about it. 
And I'm only bringing it up because, like, Caitlyn Jenner was on the, the referendum for the governor of California, and she said, I'm paraphrasing at this point, but, like, she basically said that we should take all the homeless people who are ruining Venice Beach and L.A. as a total and then just put them in a field somewhere outside on the outskirts of L.A. <laughs> and I'm for, and I'm for one, I'm, I'm not an advocate of, like, human wildlife preserves or having free-range homeless people just, like, just living, because, like, I thought the point of identifying someone as homeless was that we thought that them not having homes was a bad thing, right? And then moving, and so moving someone to another place other than a home kind of defeats the purpose. So, and also, so like, if you're homeless, like, the, the thing shouldn't be to make it shittier for them to be homeless if you're just moving them around. Because then I just feel like they'll become like more adept and more creative at being homeless. And if your goal is to make better homeless people, I think you should probably stop at all fucking costs. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And like, yeah, back to this, um, this Alec Bowen shooting on Russ. Like, it, like, this movie cannot be released. Like, they can't, <laughs> like, you know how good this movie would have to be to justify that murder? Like, it would have to be a masterpiece. Like, so it, it was a Western, right? Like. This movie would have to redefine how we look at Westerns in the zeitgeist of American folklore. Like, that, that's how good this movie would have to be. Like, this movie had to be nominated for all the awards. And at bare minimum, bare minimum, when best cinematographer. Like, that, to, to justify th this murder. And then we come to find out that the woman that was killed, her husband, was a lawyer that was prosecuting the cleanse. Now, I'm really big in the conspiracy theories, and I'm under the impression that the Clintons, Hillary and Bill, may have some bodies under their belt. And I'm not saying that, like, they set up Alec Baldwin to murder this, this woman to send, a, to send a message to her husband, but what I am saying is that we need to verify Alec Baldwin's whereabouts when JFK got shot. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Thank you for biding my time. I've been Cameo Ball. I appreciate you guys. Samuel. Samuel Baldwin, everyone. Samuel. Great set, and also. You look like um, Malcolm X's younger nephew or something happened with those glasses. No, it was very political and fun. I was, no, I don't know what, I don't understand what QAnon is. You're, do you? I don't, the only way I understand flat earthers is if it was like a quarter and when you spin a quarter, it goes so fast it looks like an orb. Maybe? It's the only way I can possibly give any norm, any justification, no? Quarter spins, flat earth. But also that makes no sense because, anyways, because physics and properties of physics. Also, cons uh, not conspiracy, moon landing. No moon landing because Van Allen belt. There's a huge belt of, of radioactivity around the entire, we've never been to the moon because of the, okay, Van Allen belt. Look it up. It's a real thing. Your next comedian, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, I don't try to like say weird things on the radio usually, but somehow you led me to it, Camuel. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. He just got into Sketchfest. It's Colin Braun. Yay! Colin 
Give it up for Pam, everybody. She's you know, really give it up for Pam, everybody. She's doing the work. Pamela Benjamin. She, she is running a show, and running a show is itself a challenge, but she runs an open mic, and that is a, a whole other challenge. Because it's one thing for comics to go to an open mic, and you just kind of wait outside and smoke and drink, and then you do your time, and then you leave immediately after. But to run an open mic, you have to watch an open mic every seven days. Which means that at least twice a month, you're going to witness the most loathsome creature in the world. A white guy doing his first open mic. Which is a horrific thing. Terrible every time. And without fail, they will think that they have something fresh to say about Adolf Hitler. The man's been dead for 80 years. The odds that you have something new and exciting to say about Adolf Hitler the first time you do comedy are practically nil. It took me three years of comedy before I had an even halfway decent joke about Hitler. <laughs> and here it is. Um, a lot of people used to compare Trump with Hitler. And honestly, I don't think that was ever really appropriate. Trump was never that thin. Thank you. Um, that's the only Trump joke I've written since the Trump administration. I'm glad he's, he's out of office, because things are... Things are better for now. Things are going pretty well for me, actually. Um, I, next Tuesday uh, is my two-year wedding anniversary. Thank you so much. It's an exciting time for, for both of us. Marriage. We're trying for a baby. Thank you. Well, baby. I'm, I'm not trying. My husband is trying. I just sort of lie there. Um, but it's, it's going quite well. I, um, I, I am a feminist in the same way that Italy was an Axis power. Like, I'm part of the team, but I'm not really contributing at all. And it's mainly just about how I look. Um, now, I've been described as many things. I've been called vain, and I've been called shallow. And that may be true, but at least I'm thin. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. I, um... I work in an office. We have a mask mandate in the office. I don't like the mask mandate because I just discovered this thing called flossing. I want to show off the girls. And um, I found out this thing about mask mandates. You don't have to wear a mask if you're eating or drinking. Now, I'm on Adderall for my ADD, so I don't have much of an appetite. But just like every other problem in my life, mask mandates can be solved by constantly drinking. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm very sex positive, except for when my dog humps another dog at the park. In that situation, I become a very waspy mother. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You animal! You gotta shut that down. Uh, my dog is very kinky. He likes it rough. You saw what I did. No one laughed, but they saw what I did. Um, <laughs> is it me, or does it feel like corporate America's kind of lost its touch? You know, it used to be, like, really cool and, like, had stuff going on, but it's just, 
it's gone corporate, you know? All right. These are all new jokes. Um, and I appreciate all of you for having the patience to put up with it. Patience is something I like, you know, people to have. My husband's a doctor. And um, I try to fit that into every conversation so that people know that I'm better than them. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's fun. It's fun to be gay um, because we have one drawer for pants. And... Uh, a straight people love to insert themselves into the lives of gay people <laughs> and that's what we just saw happen I think I'm, I'm running out of time um, but I'll leave this on a, on a note of positivity if you ever feel worthless know that you are not worthless you aren't worthless because if I were to chop up your body into a million little bits then use a snow shovel to load those into a uh, blue barrel, then fill it with acid, shake it around every couple days for about a month and a half. I could sell the resulting goo to a lab for about $187.36 because you have intrinsic value. And last week, I learned something amazing when an old businessman on Grinder offered me $700 to let him come in my asshole. And what I learned that day is that my whole is indeed worth more than the sum of my parts. Oh, my name is Colin Braun. Thank you very much. Colin Braun, everybody. He went there. He took us on a long walk and it paid off. Colin Braun, everyone. He's going to Sketchfest. Bob the go with the Sketchfest. I've never gotten in. I've applied three times. I've given them $150 in the past. And I'm done giving them money. So if they ever want me, they know where I am. <laughs> Come and get me, Sketchfest. It's fine. I've never, I think you have to ask to be on it, or you have to be special. Your next comedian's super special. And I don't mean that he rode the short bus. I, and I get to say that because I used to be a special ed teacher, and they really did ride a short bus. But he's not one of those. We play magic together sometimes. You're wicked smart. I don't even know why I went on this tangent. I apologize completely. I haven't seen him in a while, and I'm really excited about whatever he's going to say. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay! Yeah, I did not ride the short bus, but I played Magic the Gathering, which means I had my own fucking bus. All right, well, that joke was retarded. Oh, you're ginger lady. All right, don't worry. All right, let's do this. Um, I made, dude, I made the best dad joke ever. Um, what do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. Go! Ah. Oh! Yeah, I definitely rode the short bus. You know, Pam's met my dad, and she wants to fuck him, so I don't know how I want to feel about that joke. It's crazy, though, guys. Did you, did you just call me dad, then? Um, uh, I really wanted to be like a dad and just ditch the stage right now. You know, just walk out, but then I realized, no, it's not going to work. All right, hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah, cool. Well, guess what? He was the uh, short bus fucking um guy. Hey, this guy. Yeah, 
I don't know. I, I, I just saw the first lesbian in San Francisco, non-lesbian in San Francisco wearing fucking flannel. I don't know what's going on, guys. This is weird. I had jokes to say. And you know what? Pam called me retarded, and I feel like I defended myself by not being retarded by forgetting everything I said. This is weird. Let's do this then. Um, I, have an, I have a business idea. All right? I want to make a masturbation condom for men. And it's going to be called, our, our logo is going to be a called, we need to take matters out of your own hands. No? All right. Fuck you guys. All right. Only a retard can come up with that joke. Here's the worst part. I actually have a learning disability. I do. I have ADHD. I do. What the fuck were we talking about? I actually do. It's fucking weird. See, I walked a guy without ADHD talking about ADHD. Huh? No, I forget. I have ADHD. <laughs> Let's do this one. Um. Oh, yeah. Like, I work with my dad. You know, um, we're not going to go like, oh, this is like a little add-on to the joke, but like, dude, you know how weird it is when you work with your father? You ever, has anybody ever, ever here called out sick for work? Fuck you guys. You guys have. You looked at me. You're dressed like you lied about that. Like, I've never called out sick for work. I am wearing a blazer and a button-up shirt. I have never called out sick for work. I am the boss. All right? Like, look, like, yeah. You have a clipboard there, you're definitely the fucking boss. Yeah, write me up, motherfucker. Write me up, all right? Stop going to supercuts. Take the ring out of your fucking finger. I talked to the IRS, but, you know, I don't even, I'm not even on the fucking cut board right now. Yeah, that's weird. Do you have a fucking gold chain? Oh, he does not go to the IRS. He's a mob boss, motherfucker, all right? His daddy lives in Kansas City. And he's definitely hidden body parts somewhere. Huh? See, he called me baby. Look at me. I am wearing a fucking sweater with a fucking, you know, polo. And he's calling me baby. He's definitely murdered people. Lady, you're laughing way too much. And you're sitting right next to me. You're just going, ha, 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 don't kill me. <laughs> Pam, let me speak my truth, okay? I, 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 I am... I'm opening up a fucking murderer right now, all right? He's got his clipboard there. He's used people to kill people with a clipboard. See, all right, I love how you went like, uh, uh, and then pulled out the pen and click, click, like, I'm going to fuck up your taxes, you motherfucker. I'm going to ruin you, take away all your money, and spend it on hair gel so I can grease back my fucking hair. I want to be as rich as you. <laughs> I do. What the fuck was I saying? Fuck me. I forgot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I respect Pam, so I'm always going to, like, run the light. Um, fuck me, motherfucker. You got shoes. Are, are those boots or are those... Don't... You were about to go to your clipboard like a... Fuck, are those boots or are those shoes? Yes. The boots. Dude, guys, um... My name's Hunter Uniac. If you don't see me in the next week, I have been murdered by a man with a clipboard. All right? I put some boots. Motherfucker, you just joined in here. All right? You are, like, dressed. Like, you're dressed. 
I'm not even going to him. He's got a fucking backpack. He's your guy, isn't he? He's the guy that's going to kill me. He is. He is. What's your name, sir? Not you, Pablo. I don't give a fuck about you. Machine? I give up with a guy with soap with more rings than a gay San Franciscan. What's your name, sir? Machine? All right, Daddy. Um, that's my time. I forget my fucking name because this is a. Uh, I'm go. I'm going into witness protection. Hunter Uniac, kissing the rings, getting it done. Hey, Hunter, look outside for me and tell me if there's a girl named Haley Lauren Rosenberg. Haley, Haley. Sam Carroll. Haley. Anybody pretending to be Haley? A J here? A J? Is Ernest Evangelista shown up in time? Anybody named J. A J. A J. A J D. Evangelista. Ernest Evangelista hasn't made it in time. Some dude named Gabe? Is that you? Are you a real person or are you a comic? You're a real person? You're not planning on going up tonight? Wow. Okay, cool. I'm I'm just going through the list because... Dash didn't make it either. And it's one of those things where it's like, Evangelista. it's like 718 and you know, we gotta, we have a hard stop at 750. We have time now. And this dude just fucking came from Santa Rosa. So now's the time to, um, let's see, I wrote it down. Everybody, Tego Lopez. Yay! All the way from Santa Rosa, Taylor Lopez. Jesus! Oh God, that's a great way to come. By the way, when you when you're coming, you're like, oh, 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 yes, Jesus, try it. It's good. Oh, I'm Tego Lopez. How the fuck did this happen? I just got up here all of a sudden. Um, I just got here from Santa Rosa. Whatever Google Maps tells you, just add eight hours. Just leave in the morning. You should have left me yesterday. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. My father uh, went to prison for nine years for cocaine distribution, and uh, he got out, and he's just, he's just an angry man, and he's Puerto Rican. He says bullshit with the C-H. Bullshit. Papi, that's a bunch of bullshit, papi. And uh, he was very homophobic, always, and I didn't like him, so I would fuck with him, and I'd be like, Dad, I'm feeling a little gay today. I don't know. Hey, mira, papi, you're not going to be gay, gay, Okay. <laughs> And it's just like, in my youth, I was like conflicted, but now I'm 39 and I'm like, wait a minute. You were locked in a building with other men for nine years and you come out extremely homophobic? Dad, what was his name? Dad, what was it? Who broke your heart, Dad? Who broke your heart? I, Papi, he was so beautiful. Papi, Dios mio. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I was once in LA uh, and a sales conference, and they were teaching me to sell little bits of my soul just more efficiently. And I'm, it's the final day, and I'm miserable. I'm in a Mexican restaurant, and it's just me, and it's two black girls sitting in front of me, just me and two black girls. And I hear one say to the other, girl, what does a la carte mean? And the other girl, without missing a beat, goes, girl, that's Spanish for on a plate. And I thought we all need friends like that. Because I don't know if that's real, but that confidence, that like, yeah, that's exactly, I'm, I'm thinking to my head, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. So my guy brought me the burrito. I'm like, oh, excuse me, that's a la foil. I needed a la carte. Thank you. Oh, 
guy. You guys are doing really good. You guys are a good audience. You're good. Critics would say I'm exceedingly confident, but not that funny. I don't know. Been doing this for about two years. Um, how much time do I get? <laughs> I will be honked. Oh my God, there will be. I do. I just saw that movie. Um, there will be blood. Holy shit! Have, who's seen? Have you seen There Will Be Blood? Did you go around yelling out milkshakes for like a week straight? I drink your milkshake. Oh my God, it was so intense. I used to be a homeless guy. I used to be homeless, pushing around a shopping cart for many, many years. So there is change. Not for you. You're CGI. You're programmed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I missed out on a lot of stuff. Being living under a bridge, you know? Um, I just, guys, I just heard the song Panda by Designer. I just heard that last week, Wally. I missed, oh my God, just going around. I got broads in Atlanta, and I've never even been to Atlanta. Oh, I love that song. Uh, what else, man? Just, God, I just want to do comedy. It, it's, it's a very, very catchy song. No meaning really, but you will sing it for a month straight. Panda, 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 panda. I'm not even making it up. That's the intro. I swear. Guys, that is my time. I am Tega Lopez. Oh, I have another minute? Don't go anywhere. Oh, Stay right there. <laughs> I like you. You've got a wonderful voice. I think we should do a radio off. Let's do it now. <laughs> but you I go got first. You, I got you beat because I can do it in Spanish too. Watch. <clears throat> este sábado, 9 de septiembre. It's the same guy. In Spanish, it's the same guy that sells every fucking thing. And then there's the other guy that's really el único. Ay, Dios mío, would you like to buy some frijoles? <laughs> uh, yes, I am Tega Lopez. Look me up on uh, Instagram, and hopefully one day I can make more people laugh. And uh, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Taylor Lopez. Taylor Lopez. Keep it going for Tega Lopez. Taylor Lopez. Go, 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 Keep it going for Taylor Lopez. There he goes. Tego, Tego, T E G O. Well, since all of the people that pre-signed aren't here, we're gonna go to the to the hungry motherfucker who walked in the door and texted me and was always so respectful and so nice. And I can't believe if you ever pre-signed, you'd show up for your space, wouldn't you? I mean, come on. And they all gave me money on Venmo. Like that's why I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You gave me two dollars on Venmo. <laughs> Um, also, if you're a judge, like you can always lift up your thing and there's Venmo there and we put it on the things and we love money. Uh, but your next comedian, put your hands together for Newman Shock. Yay! Shock. Mr. Shock. What's up, guys? How are you? Hey. Mr. Shock. You look very... Thank you. I've never seen you before. You seem very distinguished. Perkins Warbeck at your service. Dude, you look you look like the Monopoly man, but like better, you know? You're like you look like high end Monopoly. I am everything. Fill in the blank. <laughs> I am a vessel of your dreams. I need to get you up here. You're 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 great. That's what you are. Your 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 appearance has more of a net worth than everything I own. Like it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm That's what they call a paradox. Yeah, it is, right? No, it's 
I'm I'm poor. That's I'm in school right now, which is a fancy way of saying I have an Adderall addiction. That's really what it is. Um, yeah, I'm poor. I've been I've been like researching different uh career opportunities. Uh, I'm either thinking of becoming a SoundCloud rapper or becoming a cop. Yeah, these are the two, and I think yeah, I think I'd make a great cop because I I like I um I meet the qualification for a cop. Um. I can't get laid and I'm racist. So, yeah, I I think I'm qualified. Um I'm let me clarify on the racist thing cuz I want to make that clear. This is on the radio, so fuck. Um I'm racist towards other Indian people. Like that's that's yeah. And I think that's great cuz like I think we do need to add diversity to police brutality. Like I think that's Yeah, that's what we need. Like Jay Sean's going to like remix NDWA if I like get on the force. Do you know who Jay Sean is? He's an Indian rapper. Do you know the down down guy? This guy's falling down. Lil Wayne. Okay. Look it up. It's a really good song. It's like the pinnacle of my people's achievements. That, Kama Sutra, and like goat yoga. Well, goat yoga is like half mine. White people added the goat part. That you, the, you, I'm going to let you guys have that one. Don't worry. Um, Yeah, I'm Indian. So like, I guess stop Asian hate, you know? No, it like... You know, like, it's weird, right? Stop Asian Hate is a movement that, like, technically involves me, but, like, really, you know? Like, racists are ignorant, but even they're not that ignorant. Like, they don't think I'm behind coronavirus. They think I'm behind tech support. So I'm safe. Thank you, racism, for making me an essential worker. Yeah, you guys aren't all that bad. <laughs> yeah, this is nice. This is very cozy. Very, it's a nice audience. I don't know. I like you too. You're you're great. I like your head peeking in. You make me feel like appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was. I don't know. Date dating's hard for me. Like this is the most intimate this has been, and I'm not even gay. Like no. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, like dating's hard. Like I got cheated on recently. Has that happened to you guys? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We'll go to therapy together. Great. I'm just kidding. I can't afford therapy unless unless I become a cop. But then I'm not gonna do therapy because you know I'm a cop. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I got cheated on recently. Well, not exactly. Basically, uh, I was dating this woman who was married, and I didn't know she was married. But I guess I should have known something was up because my name in her phone was Papa John's, which I just thought was like a sexy nickname, but I guess not. And you know, it was really weird when her husband found out, because he found me, and he was like, you slept with my wife? And I was like, you married my girlfriend? Like, what the fuck? That seems way worse. And that's my time. Thank you, guys. Newman. Shock. Newman! He wasn't on the list. He so flexibly just walked in. That was amazing. Newman Chuck. Uh, your next comedian just like deep-throated uh, half a burrito. So we're going to give him like two seconds to get the foil out of his teeth. You know what the worst thing is if you have a gold tooth or anything and you have any foil in your mouth? It's like you were taste. <laughs> it's awful. I'm just, it's just, I'm sorry. That was just an experience I had once. Your next comedian is, he's not just a hilarious person, but he's also an amazing baker of incredible sourdough bread from his own starter, which I think is like incredible. But he's also really, really funny and weird and unusual, and you're going to love him. Put your hands together for Dash Renault. Yay! 
Dash the Baker. He's your French baker. What a warm and unusual introduction. To clarify for the record, though, that was not a burrito. That was, in fact, a Cuban sandwich. Yeah, and it was from Medianoche. In case you haven't been, it is the best damn Cuban sandwich west of the Mississippi, or east of the Mississippi if you're Hunter Uniac and not that great at geography. Um, who can tell me how a Stanford girl is like a Facebook server? You know this one? She will never go down. It would be interesting if strip clubs were to have open mics. We're going to give you three minutes on the poll, but if you do really well, we'll give you 10 minutes next week. You can't just strip and leave, though. Got to stick around and support the other strippers. Come on. Of course, women would still get bumped to the top of the list. White people would finally get some appreciation, though. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bad joke. It's a terrible joke. Uh, you know, it's always been in vogue to belittle women that marry or sleep with old men for their money. And as someone who is quickly becoming that old man, I think we need to stop doing that. I think we need to cut those girls a break, you know? Uh, so my girlfriend is Latina. <laughs> the other day I saw this t-shirt that says, chill out, bro, I'm legal. And I thought, man, I am totally going to have to buy this shirt for Jessica when she turns 18. Of course, now you want me to assure you that my girlfriend is not, in fact, 17. Of course not, folks. Come on. All I said was that she has yet to turn 18. She could be 14, you know. I can't ask her for proof of identification. She's Latina. I told you that. Come on, folks. I'm sorry, ladies. I know that not all women are comfortable with jokes about math. Both of my grandmothers were math teachers, in fact. True story. Um, but what it meant is the closest thing that I got to a sex talk growing up was the foil method. First, outer, inner, last. No one here remembers their algebra. Okay, okay. Let's dial it down a little bit. Let's get a little less academic in here. Um, some more news about my family. My parents did the 23andMe thing recently. We found out that I'm related to Stephen Colbert. Pretty cool. But I really hope he also got a notification. I think he would want to know that he's related to one of San Francisco's lowest tier comedians. It's going to do something for his ego. A little more about my parents. My father was born in 1947. My mother was born in 1954. That makes them seven years apart in age. Growing up, I never thought there was anything weird about that. But recently, I learned they were high school sweethearts. Another math joke. I'm sorry. It's, some people are catching up. Seven years in high school. It's not quite the... Yeah, yeah, she gets it. She gets it, you know. Um, I'm glad that the... Uh, the pandemic is over. I don't know if you heard this, but the CDC says that it is finally safe for fully vaccinated adults to share needles with strangers again. In case anyone's trying to tie one on after this. Of course, my favorite part about the pandemic being over is that all of our essential workers are finally back to being highly replaceable workers. That makes me happy. Tired of competing with them for Tinder dates. Last thing I'm going to leave you with, uh, now that the pandemic's over, I finally decided it's time for me to finally start seeing a therapist. 
Uh, very interesting. First dose of therapy, learning a lot about myself very quickly. For instance, I found out I no longer have $200. Uh. All right, my name is Dash Rono. You guys have been fabulous. Give it up for your host, this Pam Benjamin. Dash Rono. Dash Rono, everyone. A winning them back Dash. from a strange abyss. <laughs> All right, it looks like we have one last comedian for you and then and i might do some jokes and uh and we'll see we'll see what happens i'm super excited though and i still don't I don't remember your last name but cruz yes oh put your hands together for jason cruz yay jason cruz hell yeah jason cruz all right let's let's do these jokes i'm not confident about all right, so I think Americans are the only people that are upset that rhinos are going extinct, you know? I think people who, like, live in Africa are like, oh, man, remember rhinos? That sucked. They fucking made me an orphan. I hate those. I'm glad they're... I hope they get hyenas next. I, uh, I joined a support group for people that peaked in high school. Uh, but I stopped going to the meetings because I was the least popular one there. Um, I've been very curious about uh, gender neutrality lately, like uh, like the they-them people. I've been curious because I, uh, I painted my nails like a couple months ago, and I was like, man, this looks cool, you know? And then I was like, fuck, am I gender neutral? What does this mean? What is it? What is like the scientific way you can tell you're right in the middle of both genders like how do you know scientifically I think I figured it out I think it's if you're part of a book club and also a fantasy football league I think that's how you know or like if you wear makeup and Axe body spray I think you're scientifically a they them um, I went to a strip club for the first time uh, like last month yeah it was really cool it wasn't cool I thought I'd love it but uh, it just made me really sad, you know? Like, I, I saw this woman. Uh, she took a dude's baseball hat from the crowd and then stuck the bill, like, up her ass cheeks and then was just, like, shaking it around. And then she flipped it back on the guy's head. And I was like, damn. I will never have that kind of stage presence. <laughs> it was horrible. Anyway, that's all I wanted to try out. Thank you guys so much. Jason Cruz. Jason Cruz. Jason Cruz, everyone. Jason Cruz. So let me just check before I launch into my jokes. Kavita, nothing. Haley Lauren Rosenberg, not a, not alive. Sam Carroll, uh, garbage person. A, a J. <laughs> a J D. Oh, Sam. Uh, I don't know. A liar. Ernest Evangelista begging for time and then just doesn't even email back it's fine and someone named gabe that i even looked i mean it's fine it's fine just because i take all day and like work with the pre-sign and work it all out and figure it's fine there are people that i will book again like tega lopez like this was great you were hilarious i don't even know who you are are you one of those people you're one of those santa rosa guys you're one of the santa rosa guys like the chris ferdinandson's and and the mike nordstrom's yeah and the Oh, the one that used a Chris a Pena, Nate Pena. Does he still do it? Did he did he stop? Are we getting talk from the bathroom? I'm like, can we just gossip now? Um, 
vote for your favorite comics. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about some things while we're waiting for you to vote, just because, you know, we have time and I get to do time, too. I, the only time I did time was when I had my DUI that I mentioned earlier. And the interesting thing about that DUI is I'm in jail with this girl. There were a lot of people, and, but one of them spoke English. And she was crying and crying and crying. And she was like, I have a midterm due on Monday and I can't. And I'm the first person to go to college. And I was like, why are you here? And she's like, I stabbed my boyfriend. And I was like, all right. Maybe your paper on Descartes isn't the most important thing that we should be talking about right now. Concerning things that can be doubted. Yeah, your innocence. You're in. I'm sitting there. I'm getting nervous now because I just had a DUI. I was like, I'm still drunk. And the food was the milk. I drank the milk. And the apple was mealy. And I'm like, I don't like mustard. And they put mustard on the thing. And I'm talking to the guard person I was like I'm so cold can I have a second blanket and they're like they gave me a second blanket I mean come on I'm white like I'm gonna I'm like, take me to your take me to your cute cops take me to your superiors no cops are cute that's not true they're actually cute cops now in civic center they've been brushing the questionably housed away because I don't know people don't like watching people shoot heroin I guess I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. but still they have to do it somewhere so Civic Center was the place, but now they've just brought all the cute cops out. And I'm telling you, the cute, the blonde, shaped, no mask, no mask, smiling. Like, I actually pulled over. I was like, oh, my God. I looked, there were six of them in this one area. And I was like, another cute cop? What are they, what is San Francisco doing? What is this plan? So I walked by one of the cute cops and I said, hey, I hope that the police make a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked, and he smiled, and I feel like that smile might have saved a black person's life. <laughs> like, he feels so good about his day that he's not gonna shoot somebody, all right? Is that, am I not doing good by acknowledging the cute cops? Here's the other thing, EMTs, firemen, always cute. San Francisco, they're figuring out a new thing with the cute cops, but EMTs, firemen, they've been doing it forever because when you're dying, you need a reason to live. So they're all good looking. So you look up and you're like, oh, oh, you have a, I know you were wearing a mask, but the mouth to mouth, just like five stars. How many stars can you give on Yelp? I don't Yelp. I don't know how that works. I don't. I actually have never Yelped. Uh, although I have, anyways, okay, I'm off track. I'm off track. What else did I want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm talking about weird new things. And so I was talking about weird new things. And I didn't tell you about Socrates. No, I don't want to talk about Socrates. The hubris of me to compare myself to Socrates. I do, I do, in a joke, I do, okay. COVID, what'd you do during COVID? What'd you do? Were you, did you, you work? So you were essential, so you had somewhere to go and something to do. Okay. I just had to make up things for myself to do. So I walked a lot. Like, I walked the streets. I was, like, pretending I was in, like, one of those divergent novels. Like, she walks the streets alone, and tumbleweeds are going, and it's like, something's going to happen. Who no Nothing happened. I was so bored. I was walking and walking and thinking and thinking, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm like Socrates, because he never wrote anything down, because he walked and walked and thought and thought, and why wouldn't he write anything down? because he'd get us all in trouble. Like imagine the disgusting things this Greek guy was thinking when on their pottery they're fucking everything. <laughs> like they're, so I was walking and walking and thinking and I was like, don't write that thought down. Don't write it down. You're gonna get us all in trouble. I wrote it down. So I wrote it down, so then I thought about it, and I'm like, fuck, I wrote it down. Now I have to think about it, I have to think about it, I thought about it. I, okay, so here it is. It's part of the world now. 
uh, I was so bored that I thought, oh, I just want to, I just want to take my talons and, and I want to rip out my IUD and I want to fuck some guy to get pregnant so I can have an abortion. So I can have something to do. Like, I need drama in my life. I need something weird. I need drugs. I need drugs and drama now. Medazolam, stat. <laughs> Short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. I'm on Medi-Cal. This is all legal, isn't it? No? Okay. Which is why I should not have written this down, which is why I'm going to hell, and that's fair. Uh, is, is it, did any of the other people come? Kavita, Haley, Sam, Ajay, Ernest, Gabe? None of you? Nope, nope. Well, they are running out of time because as wonderful people have been here for like two hours and they're like, they're reaching comedy pneumonia. They're like, they're like, we felt warm. At first you warmed us up and then we were there and now we're cold again and we want to go somewhere else that has drinks, which I totally understand. So you have, is everybody done voting? All right, then you're going to give that back to me. Everybody clap it up for Perkins, Jenkins, for running the ones and twos. Perkins Warbeck at your service. Perkins Warbeck. Perkins Warbeck. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Can I tell you one other joke about why I'm going to hell? And then I'll let you go. Do you want one more or you just like get the fuck out of here? Okay, one more. So this is the other reason I'm going to hell is that I, I used to be a teacher and I switched, I, <laughs> I switched districts and there was a new school year. And I'd just been hired, but I found out that first week of school, my now ex-husband, he was a veterinarian, and there was a conference at Disney World. And it was the first week of school. You cannot, if you're a new teacher in a new district at a new class, special ed, you can't miss the first week of school. How do you get out of the first week of school? What do you do? So I went to my principal, and I, is it, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you, you know, because I'm just, I just started here and we've been, it's just my life is, you know, I'm getting married soon and um, I have to get an abortion. And she goes, oh, you know, it's hard to be, I, you know, I completely understand. Take as much time as you need. And I said, you know, I'm just going to need this, these five days. Um, so that night at midnight, we get on the plane <laughs> to go to Florida, to go to Disney World. Oh, I had so much fun. Disney World. Lying through my teeth to my new invisible. Uh, uh. So I come back. I come back. And I'm so tired, you know, from Disney World and the flight. And I get back in the classroom. And she's like, Gee, Pam, you're such a trooper. Do you like, do you need anything more? Do you need a couple days? you need to keep thinking about stuff? And I said, no, I've thought a lot about children. Because <laughs> I was in Disney World for free, and it was really fun. <laughs> okay, that's why I'm going to hell. That's the other reason. <laughs> Thank you for being here tonight. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Pamela Benjamin. Pamela. MutinyRadio.fm. Tell your friends. I couldn't have people see me pregnant. 
I couldn't have my friend see this dying dangling between my legs. I didn't say
Some fighting uh, of that I 